0: For Wednesday, May the 8th. So today we're going to read the Ten Commandments found in Exodus chapter 20. Then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol, whether in the form of anything that is in heaven above or that is on the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth, you shall not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing children for the iniquity of their parents to the third and the fourth generation of those who reject me, but showing steadfast love to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments." You shall not make wrongful use of the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not acquit anyone who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God, so that you shall not do any work. You, your son or your daughter, your male or female slave, your livestock or the alien or resident in your towns. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, but rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and consecrated it. Honor your father and mother so that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or male, or female slave, or ox, or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. When all the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking, they were afraid. They trembled and stood at a distance, and said to Moses, You speak to us, and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us, or we will die. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, for God has come only to test you and to put the fear of him in you so that you do not sin. Then the people stood at a distance while Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Well, we've all heard these uh, Ten Commandments before, probably, and One of the things that I think we have to understand about the law in the Old Testament was the law was the way that Israel could be the people of God. And so the law was not given uh, as some kind of, you know, something to be obeyed just because God said so. But the law was given as a way to life. And this was how they were supposed to be the people of God in the world. And as you notice, some of the laws in the 10 commandments especially we still have civil civilizations built on some of these ideas. Um the idea of, you know, not stealing, not killing. Um these are all things that just make sense as we live together as people. There's some other things that seem a little more obscure like keeping the Sabbath holy. But one of the big things about the Sabbath is that it was this way for them to be distinctly the people of God, be a different kind of people, a people who trusted in God, a people who rested, uh people who um acknowledged on on that one day that they were going to um not work, they were going to cease from their work, and it would make them distinct from all the other people around them, but also it's probably just a healthier way to live if you think about it. So um and then we have the other gods or the other gods. We have the other um commandments about uh worshiping other gods and your relationship to God. Um and then then you you come to the one about coveting your neighbor's house or your neighbor's wife or male or female slave or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. So A lot of these uh, kinds of sins arise from covetousness, arise from wanting things that we don't have um, or the ability to try to get things that we don't have. So um, what do the Ten Commandments, what do they mean to us, those of us who are living after Jesus? Well, I think what they mean to us is that, that they are still the way to life. Um, that Jesus comes and says, I didn't come to abolish the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. But not in some strict kind of legalistic way. If you look at the commandments, the first, I think it's the first four or so, have to do with our relationship with God, and the rest have to do with our relationship with others. And so... It's really simple. We read not too long ago in one of these meditations that um, the simplest command or the greatest command is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. Well, these are just a little bit of kind of expounding on those. What does it look like to love God and God alone? And then second, what does it look like to love our neighbors? And so uh, I think for us, we just... We see these commands, and sometimes especially in our society today, people are like, well, anything goes, you know, as long as you're not hurting anyone or whatever is good for you. um, There's a lot of what we would call pluralism, so if that works for you, it's great. If it doesn't work for me, that's fine too. And and so there's this idea that morality or, or following any kind of law would be um, the worst thing you could ever think of. But but I think we still can come to understand that these laws are for our good. Honoring your father and mother, not murdering. That sounds like a good thing. Not committing adultery, not stealing, not lying and bearing false witness, um, not coveting. I mean, these are all great things. Learning to take a Sabbath. They're great things for us as a people, and they're a way that God set his people apart uh, from the people around them and promised them life. And so if we ever get that, then we'll understand the commands a lot better. The commands are the way to life. Now, in Jesus, we find life. But what we find in Jesus is that as we seek to live for Jesus, we end up, not following the commands because we have to, but we end up following the commands because our hearts have been transformed into the likeness of Christ. And so now we live in ways that are Christ-like because we, we want to, because we've been transformed into the image of Christ or are being transformed. And so it's not a legalistic following of the law, but we end up doing things that please God